the first thing that everyone says. Is I'm it? not flexible. I'll be like, that's what yoga's for. Like, that's part of it. You don't have to be flexible. You'll get more flexible. You'll get more aware. I'm too stressed for that. But it will help you to be less stressed. <laughs> <laughs> All the reasons you should do yoga are usually the reasons people give me for not doing yoga. Welcome to another episode of the Interesting People Podcast. I am joined, and for the first time I can say, once again, by Janice Inkson, good friend, yoga teacher, and the person that got me go yoga. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks, Pat. 33 episodes ago, we had a conversation about goat yoga, but we didn't really talk about you. How did you get into yoga? Well, it was a long journey that was happening before I even knew it was happening. I was really interested. I read books when I was young, and I found it fascinating. The spiritual part of it and the exercise part of it. There weren't teachers back then. That was a long, long time ago. <laughs> and then I lived in Vail, Colorado, and I had a boss who practiced yoga. And he asked me to go to yoga with him one day. I went and I was like, this is fascinating. And I kept going. I never stopped. I've ran into yoga for rehab because I broke my arm. Do you see a lot of people oh. that go there for like physical therapy, that kind of stuff? Absolutely. Yes. People come to yoga for all types of reasons. Therapy, recovery from injury, easy sort of entry exercise is their initial goal often. And then they find all the other benefits. You're a teacher. Do you have your own studio or are you more of like a traveling person? I'm a traveling yogi. That's what I am. <laughs> is that the term, yogi? Yeah, it is. Oh, awesome. Is. I should yeah. answer you, yogi. <laughs> yogi, not the bear. What goes into becoming a yogi? There's a training. A yogi is someone who practices yoga. It's a oh, simple really? definition. So See, you've been a yogi. I've oh. seen it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you do yoga. A yoga teacher, it's a training, a 200-hour training for the initial yoga certificate. You can go up to, I think, eight, 1,200 hours in terms of an official certification. Really? Yeah. If someone wants to get interested in yoga, mm -hmm. what is the best advice that you give them? If you're interested in yoga, go online, look for a local yoga studio. They're everywhere now. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Figure out what you want to learn. Most studios or most yoga teacher websites describe the different types of classes that they offer. There's a lot of different kinds of yoga these yes. days. There's hot yoga is something I hear a bunch of people talk about. Yeah. The animal yoga that I have explored. <laughs> what are the most common yoga that you're seeing like in Maryland in particular? What kind of yogas you see are really growing? So I would say the most popular type of yoga overall is vinyasa yoga, which is the movement paired with breath. Sometimes in a hot room, sometimes not. I'm seeing a lot of people interested in hot vinyasa yoga. What's the benefit to doing it in a hot room? So a lot of people would tell you it's not good for you. Your body needs to warm up. So if you're in a not hot room, it takes a minute for your body to get warm enough to actually stretch safely. You get hotter faster. Your body gets warm. The stretches are slightly easier. There might be a downside to that as well, where you are tricked into believing that your body is ready for bigger stretches than are really safe for you. But it comes with any physical activity. There's so much to look for that can be good or bad. You have to take care. What are some of the other ones? There is gentle yoga, normally in a room temperature room. It's not mm -hmm. hot. It's not cold. It's comfortable. The movements are less aggressive. You're not up and down a lot. You're not moving around a lot. It's not about strengthening. It's about stretching and relaxing. Restorative yoga is even one step more relaxing than that, where you use bolsters, foam blocks or cork blocks or straps to help you with stretches, gentle stretches, but mostly you lie around on these props and just breathe for long periods of time. There are health benefits to that. Most of us have some level of stress because of our work, or our family, our relationships. Some of us have that even if we don't think we do. Restorative yoga is a wonderful, wonderful tool for people that are willing to look at themselves and realize that they're stressed 
rest and need some downtime. It's so healing. It's amazing. It's one of my favorite. I think from person to person, stress can linger in different parts of the body. Oh, absolutely. So yoga can is yoga helpful for finding like helping people find where they're keeping their stress sure. or that? Absolutely, it is. But first and foremost, Pat, I want to say this because this is how I teach. And we're talking about the physical movements. The breathing part of yoga is the most important thing. The breathing is what most specifically counteracts stress. Just mindfulness. Most people aren't even paying attention to their breath. Slowing it down, you're calming your whole body. What are some of the big, I don't want to say misconceptions, but things that people need to unlearn when they start yoga? The first thing that everyone says, guess what it is? Too overweight or what is it? I'm not flexible. I'm not flexible. Why did I not? That's it. I'm not flexible. I'll be like, that's what yoga's for. Like, that's part of it. You don't have to be flexible. You'll get more flexible. You'll get more aware. I'm too stressed for that. But it will help you to be less stressed. (laughs) (laughs) All the reasons you should do yoga are usually the reasons people give me for not doing yoga. The end goal is part of the process. Yes, exactly. They see the people who are doing yoga and they're like, I'm nothing like that. I can't do that because I'm not like them. Okay, well, we can find a yoga that works for you then Mm -hmm. where it matches your personality. With the Internet, Mm -hmm. are you seeing people picking up wrong ideas from seeing YouTube videos and coming to your class and then trying to do something that may be either harmful or? mm -hmm. I do see people come into class trying to do things that maybe their body isn't ready to do. And I do try to help them back off sometimes. I also see people come into classes that don't realize how powerful and strong they already are because they're insecure about what they're doing. And I try to encourage them all. Do you see a lot of couples doing yoga? Sometimes, yeah. Not always in the same classes, but I know that there are people who are in relationships that mm-hmm. everyone in the family does yoga. I actually have a whole family that comes to yoga. A yoga family? That's awesome. They are a yoga family. I mm-hmm. guess they're a very flexible family. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bad joke. <laughs> do you see more women than men? Is that yes. changing? Yes, it is changing, but you do see more women than men. Still, I do see a lot of men in classes, but I teach a lot of morning classes. Mm-hmm. My earliest morning classes, I'll be honest, my early, early, early morning classes, I catch a lot of men before they go to work. It always works that way. Huh. Um, women come to those also. So I see the most men early in the morning or on the weekends. I'm always curious in that kind of stuff. I just did an episode recently about men's health, how men sometimes can be resistant to doing healthy things and that kind of stuff. I will say this. Yoga has only been a predominantly female practice in our culture. Mm-hmm. Everywhere else, it's a male thing. Way, way, way back when, no women did yoga. Women that attempted the practice of yoga were told it was a man's thing. Isn't that interesting? It's funny how things work out. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> we have here in Frederick, we have yoga out on the creek. We have all that kind of... Yeah. What are some of your favorite kind of fun, like, yoga social events that you've run into? I'm going to say goat yoga, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> That's my final answer. (laughs) You know, all of them. I think Mm -hmm. my favorite yoga events are the festivals Mm -hmm. where a whole lot of teachers come together. And sometimes there's music also. And you can go to one place for a whole weekend and practice with a lot of different teachers doing a lot of different styles and meet a lot of different people who do yoga. It's fun. It's really fun. What are your big hopes for what you'll do in yoga and where you think yoga's going? Yoga's been around so long, I hope it keeps going. I hope that people are still interested and that they're actually practicing, especially here in the United States. I think it is such a powerful tool for connection, and that's something that our culture needs desperately right now is to stay connected to each other rather than pull inside. I love that yoga exists. I love that so many people want to teach. I love that so many people want to practice. I love that every teacher seems to have students that want to come to them. And that's wonderful. That's more people doing yoga. I just wanted to keep happening. Personally, I just want to keep learning. When the teachers come through, I want to learn from them. I want to know what there is to know. I want to learn new ways of doing things. I just want to keep growing. What are some of the stuff that you're looking forward to teaching your class or like kind of plans you have for the year ahead? I have lots of big plans. I don't know. <laughs> (laughs) if you know this, but I teach goat yoga. (laughs) (laughs) 
and goat yoga is coming soon. I also lead retreats and I lead teacher trainings. Oh, really? So I help people to become yoga teachers. When I did my teacher training, I did not want to be a yoga teacher. I just loved what was happening so much and I wanted to know more about it. I wanted to learn more about the depth of what yoga was. I lead retreats. I have a class. You know my friend Molly Deerstein, the Mm -hmm. acupuncturist. I am leading a class with her in February where we do restorative yoga and then she does acupuncture in Shavasana. Oh. For further relaxation, I hope you come. Walking hand in hand with acupuncture. That can be... It's so good. Did you two meet through yoga? Is that like a good yoga buddy? Have you made a lot of good yoga friends? We did meet through yoga and acupuncture. Oh, really? Yes, yes. I taught her yoga and then she did acupuncture on me. (laughs) (laughs) So with the retreats, what are the retreats? Are you guys... Doing like yoga in the woods or yoga at a camp or what's a retreat? No, a yoga retreat is maybe a weekend, maybe a week where a teacher or multiple teachers co-lead a group of people through yoga classes and meditation and healthy diet and whatever else they incorporate into their plan. I have a girlfriend, Tiffany, who just moved to Aspen, Colorado, but she comes back now. And every September, we lead a group of women out in Western Maryland. We rent this beautiful home on the river in Friendsville, Maryland, bring a chef in and bring massage and acupuncture in and teach yoga and lead meditation and go on hikes. And it's the most beautiful weekend for women. That sounds like a wonderful like reboot. Yes, you cannot come. I know. Well, even if you're dressed like ah. a lady, you're not a lady. <laughs> you don't get to come. I can't, Mrs. Doubtfire, my way into your retreat. You probably could. Yeah. It would probably cause a positive stir to have you. If people want to find out about that stuff, is your Facebook page the best way? Do you have a website? Yes, my website or my Facebook page. So let's talk about goat yoga. Oh, you want to talk about goat yoga? It's some, for some reason, <laughs> I just in the back of my mind. Have you heard of this? I, for for chance, I think. <laughs> I imagine it's it's fun because when I ran into you, goat yoga was just starting. It was yeah. just this new thing. How'd it go? So I want to start with the beginning. Molly asked me to teach goat yoga at her little goat farm, and I thought she was crazy. <laughs> I had no idea what she was talking about. So she sent me to a website of someone out on the West Coast who was doing this, and it looked so cute, but I was still didn't buy into it, Pat. I was resistant, and then I went to her farm and met her baby pygmy goats, and they blew my mind instantly. They are like small dogs. The goats participate. They're so cute. Like, they want to get to know you, and that's the... Yeah, they want to get to know you. (laughs) They are so cute. They want affection. They interact like puppies, right? Yeah, and that brings a positivity. Like, yoga itself is very positive. It's a very healing experience. Having a second element where it's this thing that just only has honest, pure curiosity... Yes. Is so wonderful to and have playfulness. involved in. Yeah. The playfulness of the goats. They're so special. So that was my first experience playing with goats. <laughs> I couldn't resist. So I said, yeah, sure. Let's try one class. Let's see how it goes. I don't know why anyone would sign up for this, but let's just try it because I want to play with the goats. And lo and behold, the class sold out in like half a day. Half a day. I think it was like 12 hours the first class sold out. And then I called Molly. I was like, class is sold out. She's like, what? (laughs) I said, do you want to make room for more? And she's like, no, we can't. I was like, you want to have another class? She said, yes. So it kept selling out and we got that big, huge wait list. And then you showed up and then some other people showed up. And then Molly's goats got too big. So we had to stop doing goat yoga at her farm. But meanwhile, a neighbor down the road (laughs) (laughs) called me and came up to visit us during goat yoga. 
and asked if we would take it to her farm. So we moved to this other farm also. We did goat yoga through most of the summer until it got way too hot. Another issue, too, is the younger goats, and that maybe for people that haven't done goat yoga don't know, is their hooves are, when they're that young, are still soft. Mm-hmm. Like you're not getting – it's not like someone's hitting you with like four books on oh, the gosh, back. Oh, gosh, no. It's like they're soft, and, right. they're, and their horns are also not developed right. either. I think I'm the only one in class that had a horn issue in the fact that the pygmy goat's little itty-bitty horns got hooked in my hoodie. That's right. So I remember that. So freaked out because yeah. I guess I thought I was trying to catch it with my back. <laughs> so that was like the freak out out of that. But yeah, they're so yeah. peaceful. So They're lovely. Yeah. So you, you actually went to an extra farm. So We went to another farm. We continued. We continued with a different type of goat, and I can't remember what they were. Nigerian dwarves. I can remember. There <laughs> I just remember. Plot twist. I did remember. Totally different goats and still so cute. Still the same energy. Still so, <laughs> still so. I can't even tell you. The second farm was beautiful and it became a whole different event. So we started having classes. We did a Friday night moonlight with refreshments after class. And then we did Saturday and Sunday classes. And we had people coming for their birthday events. We had people really? requesting like gift certificates to surprise other people. We still have that. I've had people reaching out to me through the fall and winter asking about goat yoga and if they could buy classes. And I haven't been able to sell anything because I didn't know when anything was happening. Yeah, you have to know when you, I mean, that's right. the, the, it's based on having young goats. So exactly. you need to know when. And the young goats are going to happen. Which leads us to... Ooh, do we have a, 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 a <laughs> drum roll have... sound? We do have a time for new goats. We have baby goats coming in April. Oh, fantastic. So we will be ramping up classes again at the end of April. I cannot wait. The babies are going to be eight pounds at three Ooh. weeks. That's, oh, little, tiny little... That will be adorable. So you have to come early. Yo, 100%. You have to get well, everyone there. These classes, are, I know the first couple of weeks, it's going to be crazy. People have been yeah. reaching out to us since before Christmas to find out when it's starting as if we would start in the middle of winter. So we're trading funny goat stories. So the person who came with me who filmed it, Melissa. Melissa, did, I was going to Did we Michelle. tell you that she's afraid of animals? No. <laughs> so... <laughs> All animals? For the most part. Animals freak her out for some reason. She thought the idea was crazy. Pat, you're doing nut stuff. I'm, I'm going to see this. Like, I don't know what she thought. Is this like, I told you what we were doing. <laughs> so we pull up to the farm. There's like a big line of cars. There was yeah. actually a cop car there directing traffic. Yeah. And we get in there and we're walking down and she sees the goat. She goes, Pat, I'm afraid of animals. And I went, what? That's when she told you? Yeah. Well, we're there. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. That's excellent timing, Melissa. I was, I was like, well, just point the camera at me <laughs> and we'll try to survive and my favorite part is agnes the big dairy goat oh. fell in love with melissa and followed her the entire time how did melissa do with that it was funny how did she feel <laughs> she's like oh, okay hey hey okay agnes is an angel it was a lot of internal screaming apparently <laughs> So, oh, that poor um, woman. which was really funny because a lot of internal screaming. So she had that experience, and then everyone, I guess, who didn't believe me, all felt really silly. They're like, "Oh, next time!" Ah, so there's like a long line of people that want to be the camera person this year because <laughs> it's so neat. And that's the the cool part about it is like I think you even joked. It's like how many people you hear for the yoga of the goats? There's got to be people that tried goat yoga that then went on and did more yoga. Yep, I think there are a lot of people that came for the goats. Yeah, <laughs> but they did the yoga. I would warn some people: maybe don't have fruit scented shampoo. Is there some? Oh, there was yeah, that like one hair. lady where they were like, I'm surprised she wasn't bald at the end of it. Yeah, they like they, to eat hair. They go for your hair. And if anyone's seen the video, one of them did kind of try to go up my shorts at one point. That did happen. That's how I ended I the video. I remember that. It's just like <laughs> head going around. I'm like, oh, oh. Is we're in Warrior. We were in Warrior too. So we were in you that. You know all the poses. Yeah, Don't I, doubt yourself. The goat. <laughs> 
<laughs> he saw he saw a warrior he needed to, to cause yeah, surrender to. Yeah, he's like, no, you are not a warrior. Let me show you why you're not a warrior. Hey, radio man, you've left yourself open. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's 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 one of the fun kind of things. So that's exciting. Yeah. So we're gonna I'm gonna do my best to let people know when those are gonna be happening because I'll tell you what, fun. as as much as you're hearing about it, as a guy that doesn't host any yoga classes, been- I get asked about goat yoga a bunch. Oh wow! So yeah, people that's pe- great. News. People want to know about it. So yeah, sounds like the first year went super excited. It was so good. It was wildly fun. <laughs> it went on way longer than it was supposed to. <laughs> and then when it ended, we were all sad, truly sad. We met so many people through it. We affected so many people at a deep level. It blew our minds, the messages we got from people or mm. the return guests and the effects it was having on people's lives. It's crazy. And we just did it because Molly thought it would be fun. I guess that's the perfect example of what goat yoga is. It's a pure, happy idea. And uh-huh. it turned out to be that's exactly what it was. Exactly. <laughs> yes, it was. And, and it evolved into a really a big thing for a lot of people. It affected a lot of people in yeah. a positive way. And it went national in a lot of weird ways. It went yeah. country national in a lot of weird <laughs> kind of ways. So, yeah, if, if you want the original goat yoga, you got to come to well, this area. Well, actually, that's not true either. The original goat yoga is the West Coast lady. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's the original. <laughs> I credit her 100% for being a genius. i got to look up and see if I still have these. The way we found about it is someone found it in Florida. So there are all these, yeah. these coastal people that are finding about. And there seems to be just there's goat yoga maryland i think is a facebook page that's out of that and there's a bunch of just the culture of it is growing a lot i think is mm-hmm. really exciting and just goats in general just seem really cool they are really <laughs> cool they're the end thing what has you really excited about goat this year is there any things you're really looking forward to or are you just you're hoping we're to looking chase forward the... to the whole thing awesome. we're looking forward to reconnecting with people we met last year and we have a lot of people we haven't seen since we stopped having classes. We've learned so much about the process of hosting these classes. Goats aren't people. Mm-hmm. They have their own little personalities. So now we know <laughs> how to handle them differently. We know how to teach yoga with them. We have to work with the goats. We can't tell them what to do. So we know how to work <laughs> around them and incorporate them into what we're doing. It's so much fun. And oddly enough, the goats don't seem to leave people out. No, if I remember don't. correctly, they, they seem to just, you're going to get at least one or two goats oh, to come over to you. Absolutely. And at the same time, there's always one or two people who hold the goats the longest. They hold the goats' attention unintentionally. I feel like in at least one class, there was a lady who held their attention that was slightly afraid of them. Yeah. I feel like that happened, and she softened to it a little bit, but I still feel... I remember that happening at one of the farms. You know what? I got to re-ask the joke question we had last year. What other animals do you think would be good for yoga? Not chickens. Not chickens. I'm going to say it again. Not chickens. (laughs) I think all the animals. You know what? I would love to have. I don't know enough people that have little pet indoor pigs, but I think like the little pigs. They're snuggly. People love little pigs. Pig yoga. Okay. <laughs> I want to have pig yoga. Pig yoga could probably be Can a you thing. find me a little pig farm? I could. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure. <laughs> if there's one thing I like doing. Is, Not is, the big pigs. The little 50 pounders. Thank you for telling me that. <laughs> I got you these giants. <laughs> I got you these giant pigs to play with. It's the animal farm of yoga. <laughs> Thank you so much for catching up. Yeah. I end Every interview I do with the exact same question, what has you excited about the future? The future is a blank slate, and I'm excited about all the possibility. I am leaving on vacation tomorrow, and I've slated this time to relax, be with my best friend and her baby, and create long-term goals for myself and what I'm doing with business. So I'm just I'm excited about possibility. Awesome. That's yeah. the best kind of answer you can get yeah. out of 2018. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's so nice to be here.